Building an online business is more than branding, content, and sales. It's what happens behind the scenes during the highs and lows that make or break your business. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, and this is The Kim Doyle Show. I'll be sharing my own journey of 10 plus years growing an online business, as well as talking to entrepreneurs who are on the ground, creating, building, and showing up every day. Remember, do business as only you can do. What's up, guys? Okay, so before we jump into the episode, this is the interview I did with Jonathan Cronstedt, who goes by Jcron. He is the president of Kajabi. You guys know I'm a huge Kajabi fan, and so... What I did is we did this as a live stream. I'm testing, doing some of the podcast interviews as live streams and then repurposing them. So I've got the video, the audio, all that good stuff. It's super applicable here because we didn't do any screen sharing. There was no tutorials or how to or any of that kind of stuff. So although I do have some of those coming. Anyways, let me know your thoughts. On that note, enjoy the interview. What's up? I can't hear you yet. You are muted. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. And you know what? Wonderful. Uh, I hope you don't mind, but I decided what the heck, let's try the live and it seems to be working. You know what? Why not? I did see the live on Facebook. Got a little excited. I know I got a message <laughs> earlier that it wasn't going to be live, but we're now live. So, hey, no better time than now. Okay, awesome. And you know, so really quick, before we do the introduction, I've watched enough Founders Fridays. I'm like, if anybody's going to roll with this, I think it's Jay Cron. Like, he's super fun. <laughs> no, there's, there's no doubt about it. Of anyone in this office that would be excited at the surprise live, you've got the only one. Okay, awesome. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited. Okay, this is great. So I will do a more formal uh, introduction. And you go by Jay Cron or Jonathan? What do you want? Definitely go by Jay Cron. Jonathan Cronstead is a mouthful. The last name's hard to spell. Nobody really uses it. So I would highly recommend stick with the nickname. Okay, awesome. Uh, hold on. Let me just go ahead and mute this a little bit. All right. So everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. This is, I think, probably the second podcast interview that I've done live. And you guys know I'm a little bit of a fanatic with Kajabi. I am a Kajabi founder, which I'm very, <laughs> I keep saying, I'll have other people talking about other platforms. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. This is like gold. You have no idea. Plus it's well, awesome well, and there's no doubt about it. The time to tell me that you were going somewhere would definitely not be on a Facebook live. <laughs> I, would, I would need, I would need time to process. I would need time to work through that. So I'm very glad to hear that since we're live. Here, it's like, welcome to my party. Now I'm going to go next door. So thanks for hanging out with me today. Absolutely. Um, okay, good. So if this works for you, so this is Jonathan Cronstead, guys. He is the president of Kajabi. I'm super geeked to have him here today. And so, so Jay Cron, if it works for you, I've got some questions for you. Obviously, we'll do interview style. If you're cool, I'm going to moderate some questions. And then I've got some questions that have been submitted before today. Sounds great. Let's jump in. Okay, so... I, I love hearing a little bit of the backstory. So I'd love to hear sort of what brought you to Kajabi, what you were doing before you became the president of this awesome platform. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll begin at the beginning. I was born a poor black child. Um, for those of you that don't know the movie, The Jerk with Steve Martin, one of my all-time favorites. So that's sort of my de facto way of answering that. But if we look at sort of my introduction to the industry, I was really a, a reluctant entrepreneur. Um, I you know started out of college in the mortgage business, was the vice president of sales for a large mortgage bank, thought I would really be set for life, you know, found my career, that's what I'm going to be doing. 
And before you know it, 2007 happened and it was like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? And then I found this world of online marketing. And over the last decade, been fortunate enough to work with some of the most amazing organizations and leaders in the space, you know, Chet Holmes, Tony Robbins, uh, Mike Canning's at Traffic Geyser, Bill Glazer and Dan Kennedy at GKIC, Ryan Roland and Perry at the behemoth that is uh, digital marketer, traffic <laughs> and conversion. And, uh, you know, now most proud to have just celebrated my second year here as the president of Kajabi. And what most people don't know, so for those of you watching, this is the, the backstory that I don't tell that often. I've actually known Kenny for going on now probably seven years of the Kajabi journey. I uh, was introduced to Kenny originally about eight months into the founding of the company by their um, uh, a mutual friend and was just like, hey, you're in Orange County and Jaycron's in Orange County. And for those of you that don't know, there are only two meccas of online marketing. You either live in Austin, Texas or in San Diego. And if you don't live there, then I mean, I don't know how you're managing, but most people don't know where Orange County is. They're like, oh, you know, where is it? I'm like, oh, it's halfway between LA and San Diego. And so all of a sudden, Kenny and I became fast friends. And, you know, we've gotten to know like the five online marketers that live in Orange County. But we stayed friends um, over the, the years. Kajabi grew and grew and grew. And then probably when they moved into their second office, I actually started renting an office from them because uh, I really decided I wanted to like be grown up. You know, I had a home office for a while. I traveled all the time. I mean, flying a couple hundred thousand miles a year. And it was like, you know, I want an office office. Like I'm going to go to the office, like get my cup of coffee. It's going to be awesome. So I actually ended up renting an office from Kajabi. And then uh, after uh, I, you know, uh, was working at the time as a GM of Success Academy, which is the digital education arm of Success Magazine. And they, you know, gave me the opportunity to relocate to Dallas, which nothing wrong with Dallas, beautiful place, but Orange County is, I mean, man, I'm not leaving. So uh, it gave us an opportunity. Kenny and I sat down and, you know, it was a great time for them, great time for me. And here we are two years later, a whole bunch of growth and a whole bunch more fun to be had. So that's kind of the, uh, the TLDR on how I got here. <laughs> I remember the first time I think I saw TLD, I'm like, what is this too long to read? So um, I want to back up a little bit. So you joined the Kajabi team, what, a couple, so two years ago, and this was then after they had released the new platform. Correct. I actually joined coming up on the, I was a few months prior to the first anniversary of the Founders Program, which was the original launch of what is new Kajabi, soon to be just Kajabi and previous <laughs> Kajabi now becoming Kajabi Classic. So it's uh, you know really been amazing to see because you know Kenny really saw an inflection point in the platform where the previous generation platform had done unbelievable things. Really the first of its kind, powered most of the largest internet marketing launches that had taken place anywhere in the industry at the time. But it was really more about what the industry was evolving into and what was going to be needed to really equip a far larger group of entrepreneurs with more tools and integration out of the box. And that's where the vision from New Kajabi came from. And so that's, uh, I showed up about nine months into, actually 11 months into New Kajabi. So, well, that's actually a great segue too, because I mean, in, in terms of platforms and for everybody who who's not logged in, I, again, I am a founder and I have to tell you that the, the new UI you guys just rolled out earlier this year, right? Like it just keeps getting better. And it, it felt like Founders Fridays were like, you guys, I keep releasing new features, which we're going to get into. Um, but the new UI that you guys did, I mean, most companies don't make that quick of a change to an interface and within what, two years, right? So, uh, you know, what was the process behind even updating the platform? 
So, so this is where this is where our our company has evolved very significantly in a very short period of time. Um, you know, based on our growth. So we now are just two weeks in at our new headquarters. We took seventeen thousand square feet in Irvine, and we actually even have an on-site boot camp area where we're going to be able to bring people in. So the company is growing in leaps and bounds. But getting back to who I would give credit to for a lot of the rapid iteration of the product, the user experience, and the user interface is really to Jeremy uh, Science, our VP of product. So we, if we rewound two years ago, we didn't have what I would call a product department. What we had was, you know, Kenny as the product owner and then our development team would meet and talk about the goals, talk about the direction we wanted to see it go. And it was very much steeped in Kenny's industry knowledge, goals, and vision for the platform. And then all of a sudden, probably about, I'm going to guess nine months, maybe a year ago, but certainly in recent history, um, Jeremy, as uh, you know, one of our top developers, came to Kenny and said, you know, hey, I really have a passion for this thing called product. And product is really a very refined process of prototyping, iterating, customer interviews, understanding deeply how they use the application, and also understanding what, you know, quote unquote, jobs to be done, which is a a format that they are looking for when they hire a software application. Similarly, like you hire an employee, you're hiring a platform to do a job. So it launched us down this process, largely built on the book Inspired, and we've now built a robust product department. So Jeremy, as our VP of product, has his own team, and that team is working constantly on different prototypes, different user experience, you know, click-throughs, all types of ways that we can see how people are using the application, what their goals are, and it's allowed us to really shorten that refinement cycle in what we build, how we build it, and how we get feedback, how we make sure that it's successful and creating the, the results we want for our users. So it's, it's been a huge win for us. Well, it hasn't. It's like each thing, I, I think the first, well, not the first thing, but one of the things that blew me away the most was the pipelines. And it was like, like, you know, you need it, but until you see the robust features that were rolled out with the pipelines, it's like, you don't really realize it. Um, before I want to, I want to ask you a little bit about the differences of the platforms too, right? So, um, but if you could do me a favor and I should have done this earlier on, so I apologize, but for people who might not be familiar with Kajabi, because it's not just a course platform. It does a ton more. So I don't know if you've got an elevator pitch or if you want to explain a better grounding in terms of what it is, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I have an elevator, elevator pitch, but let's give it a shot. So um, Kajabi would be best qualified as what we call a knowledge commerce platform. And a knowledge commerce platform could be best described as kind of like Shopify for digital education entrepreneurs. So you have platforms out there that are going to be just a course delivery platform. I'm going to log into a portal, I'm going to consume a course, and that's what I'm going to do. Kajabi is much more robust and I would say holistic in our approach in that we don't want you to have to go somewhere else to get an email autoresponder to communicate with the people that you are either taking through a course experience or taking through a a sales process to get them into a course experience. We don't want you to have to go anywhere else to be able to put on events and YouTube lives and uh, run a coaching program through the platform. We don't want you to have to go somewhere else to get a landing page solution or a website solution for the home for your brand online. We don't want you to need to go anywhere else for a cart and checkout process that offers integrated one-click upsells. It really is meant to be everything necessary and quite frankly, everything impactful for your business as a digital entrepreneur. And what I mean by that is there are elements where maybe 
maybe you want crazy analytics. And, and this is something that we, we get into these discussions often of how do we provide the most effective platform, not necessarily the most everything platform, but the most effective platform. Because our experience has been the number one thing that holds people back in this industry is most certainly not, uh, you know, the amount of tools and complexity they have to choose from. It's really more of the technology overwhelm of I, you know, I, like I'll meet people that are literally like, oh, you know, John, can I uh, split test and multivariate test this landing page 37 ways with a Taguchi methodology? And I'm like, well, yeah, you could. And I understand all those words, but how much have you sold online? Oh, well, I haven't yet. Well, the reason you haven't yet is because you're trying to come up with 37 versions for a page. Just start, you know, have the conversations, get your Make message sure out your there. offer works. <laughs> exactly. So it's really something for us where, and, and pipelines is a great example of this, you know, going back to that Henry Ford quote of if, you know, Henry Ford said, if I asked my customers what they wanted, they would have said they wanted faster horses that ate less. So we're always seeking that innovative solution of being able to solve challenges that people are vocalizing in our product process, but solve them in a way that doesn't just give them new problems. You know, that it's, it would be very, very easy to say, okay, um, people are talking about wanting email marketing. Well, great. Let's just add an email autoresponder. It's like, well, it's not quite that simple because now all of a sudden all we've done is we've given them an email autoresponder, but how does that email autoresponder interact with the pages? How does it interact with email follow-up sequences? How does it interact if they happen to purchase something or click something and you want to move them down a different path? So being able to have something like pipelines is a great example of how we really try to solve the issues our users have by giving them a solution that not only solves the problem, but also hopefully preemptively solves other challenges that would get in their way of simply getting their information out into the market and profiting from it. Well, even that going back to pipelines is, so you guys rolled out pipelines and now there's like this beautiful visual where you can see the entire pipeline on one screen. And I'm like, oh, I can click into this. I can click. So it's basically you've built I don't want to say funnels, but you've built the flow, right? All within Kajabi so I can see it, which makes it a lot easier to do that. And that was just not that long after you guys had already released the pipelines piece of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that, you know, it's funny. Funnels is, uh, is, is a, a great way to describe it. It's been popularized, you know, I mean, hey, Russell, click funnels, amazing job with, with the term funnels. And, you know, for most people that haven't been in the industry long, they would actually not know that funnels did exist before click funnels. It's not, you mm-hmm. know, they didn't coin the term funnels. But it's interesting to really look at, where people get stuck in that process. And so what we've really tried to do with pipelines is pre-build a lot of the decision processes that most people would stall out on. Like, believe it or not, not everybody knows that after an opt-in page, a thank you page should follow or you know, possibly even an offer. And then if they say yes or no to that offer, maybe even another offer. So in pipelines, we're able to provide out-of-the-box solutions for the most common marketing methodologies that you're going to want to capitalize online. Uh, one of the most popular things is, of course, the product launch process that, you know, largely popularized by Jeff Walker and product launch formula. But this idea of, okay, we're going to take a, you know, four videos, we're going to show them to you over a period of time, then we're going to open and close an offer. When you think about that, it sounds very simple, but then all of a sudden when you go to build it, there's more pages than you probably anticipated. But with pipelines, you're literally three clicks away from having all of that pre-built for you, ready to deploy. And that's really where we find Kajabi shines is by being able to give you not only the tools, but in a lot of way, fast track your ability to get to the results because that's why you wanted the tools anyway. 
Well, and you're much, you're much less likely to miss something. You know, when you're building, even in ClickFunnels, if you've got to build pages, like, okay, the pages are there, or you're thinking of it, but with the pipelines, the fact that you can see each of the pieces there, you're not going to miss it. And you guys have populated elements like, okay, here's your follow-up email and you need to put this in here. I mean, it's, it, most people now just stick with Laura Mipsum and they throw stuff in there. And you guys have even taken that a step further with, with the content that you're putting into the pipelines. Um, yeah, the, we, the real goal with that content even, uh, and, and again, going back to just some of our philosophies, for those of you watching, we really do try to incorporate elements where we want that content to be purposeful and we want that content to be an example that shows you what these pages are meant to do. That, you know, rather than just its placeholder that you could put text there, I want you to know that this is where a sales message should go. This is where a headline should go. This is where your benefits should go. This is where your bullet points should go. This is where you're going to make your call to action. So it's something that we really do try even at that level to design it purposefully so that you know exactly what the goal is with that page. So uh, we've got a question along with this because you guys have also released um, automations, mm-hmm. which that's, you know, part of the email stuff. And so w- the question is, um, would this replace, could somebody get rid of active campaign and strictly just do email marketing within Kajabi? Yeah, it's a great question. And so the reason that we actually created automations was for us, having been in the industry as long as we have, I would say one of the first automation platforms that popularized this idea of, you know, changing someone's journey on behavior is Infusionsoft. And when you talk to people that have had Infusionsoft, most of the time, people will say the same thing. I've had this for years and I still don't know how to use it. I haven't used it. I use broadcast emails. Oh, well, did you know you can, you know, segment on opens and clicks? No, I had no idea. So our goal with automations was to put the power of marketing automation in your hands, but in a format that would be user-friendly and really try to give superpowers to the little guy that probably wasn't using marketing automation. And so for us, when you look at ActiveCampaign, ConvertKit, there are countless email-only platforms that, quite frankly, do a great job. They're wonderful email platforms. And if you want endless flexibility and email is the only thing that matters, there are going to be elements that they may have that we don't yet have as we just released automations and are continuing to develop on it. But if for you, what's most important is having uh, what I would say the uh, maximum effective amount of automations and email capabilities, not only do we have that, but we have it in a platform that all of those email elements are already integrated to everything else that you're going to be doing. So it's not only just the power of being able to replace your existing autoresponder, which we have done, and I believe we've done in spades, it also gives you the ability to integrate that email with every other aspect of your business platform without needing to connect API codes or try to put everything through Zapier to get it on this list and that list and everything else. It really removes all of the nest, the middleware that you normally have to have to have other systems communicate. So without question, we can do what Active Campaign can, what ConvertKit can. And I certainly think that the uh, time saved by not needing to figure out how to integrate things and how to have the information live everywhere you need it to is a huge value add. Well, and it's funny because, so I've ConvertKit too, and I'm like, um, you're a founder, Kim. Why are you paying for ConvertKit? Everything is in here. And well, you know, it's funny too, Kim, like you bringing that up. I really appreciate it because our goal as a platform is that the longer you're with us, the more valuable we want to become. That we recognize that as an online entrepreneur, 
there are constantly changing tools based on how people are responding. You know, I can remember when text messaging was all the rage and now it's all Facebook messenger marketing and soon it's going to be something else. You know, email's dead, long live email. You know, all these trends of, oh, webinars are dead, long live webinars. It's, you know, it's always the same thing. But really, when you think about the amount of tools that you need to purchase, our goal at Kajabi is to continue to add tools and capabilities to your account that right now you're paying for somewhere else so that you don't have to because it yeah. gives you two benefits. Number one, saves you money, always a win. And number two, it's integrated. But by having that ecosystem all combined in one place, you can already benefit from just like by adding email, which we didn't have when we first released New Kajabi. All of a sudden now you can communicate with your people in an entirely different way. And then by adding automations, you now can market and sell in a completely different way. These are all capabilities that we've added and we've added them to the same platform that just continues to get more and more valuable over time. But also too, we've tried to build the platform to be very flexible because we don't have a desire to try and force anybody to save money and use an integrated platform. If you have an email autoresponder that you absolutely love, that you just feel warm and fuzzy every time you log into it, that they send you Christmas cards and cookies or whatever they do, (laughs) that's totally cool. And the best part about Kajabi is you can keep it, you can use it and still have the world-class membership experience that Kajabi offers, the world-class checkout experience, all of those elements are there. So if you want to use it, you can keep it. But in most cases, most people are like, you know, I'd really rather spend the money elsewhere and have the ability to have it integrated out of the box. So that's what's been our experience. Well, it isn't at the same time. It's like where from the, even the, you know, it's a better experience in the long term for my members and my customers if I'm creating actions in the platform or they're purchasing and engaging anyways, right? I mean, long-term of that. With One question that I had with it, and I think I posted this in the group, but I know that you can get the JavaScript to put the form on a, like on a WordPress website. So it's not difficult to integrate the lead capture piece elsewhere, is it? No, not at all. You can literally, you can add that form anywhere you would like to add that form. And it's just as easy as, you know, information flowing right into Kajabi. Uh, It is interesting though that you bring up WordPress. I mean, it's certainly something that you can't help but respect a platform that powers that much of the internet and what they've been able to accomplish is, is truly incredible. But I always, I love hearing stories. We get these all the time in our Facebook group. I think the last record I have heard is there was a gentleman who actually switched over to Kajabi that in the transition, he was able to get rid of 64 plugins. And when you think of 64 plugins with the amount of times WordPress is updated and then the update cycles that run in the background for all 64 plugins, at what times they're updated, you know, what's broken in the update period that you're waiting for, there's no doubt about it. It's a, it's a complex ecosystem. And again, coming back to our vision of how can we make you profiting from what you know as simple and fast as possible, that's really where we, we strive to get you to something where it is an all-in-one integrated out of the box so that you can even build the type of landing pages and websites that you want. And you don't even need to figure out how to embed the form. If you want to, you can. But our goal is to really give you something that the tech headaches are out of the way. This is going to be a, it's a love-hate relationship. I was the WordPress chick. I don't even knew that. <laughs> oh, no, like, I, definitely, I definitely know that. So I'm treading carefully. I'm like, hey, respect, <laughs> no, no, no. respect the WordPress. But it's funny. Like, even when, when, when you guys, when new Kajabi came out, I was like, I don't want to piece together 12 things just to make one element work. I spe- and, and a lot of my audience is WordPress. I and mean, we've got a lot of people that are like, mm, yeah, I don't want to do, I don't want to try and make this LMS work with this membership plugin and do all of those things. So, and it's like, I, now all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I think I need to do the email. I need to move that. So 
it's well, happening. That's, it's- that's the other element too, that like in being coming from the WordPress world, you'll, you'll understand this, that most people are like, oh, I'm going to use WordPress. It's less expensive. I'm like, okay, but bear in mind that when you start building your business and you want world-class hosting, you're going to go sign up for WP Engine and WP Engine just for hosting is going to cost you almost as much as Kajabi does. So we've got a platform that not only has best in class video hosting through Wistia, you know, with amazing, amazing flexibility, best in class hosting, you know, where it's been load tested. Uh, I mean, we've even had friends that didn't tell us they were going on, you know, uh, Fox news and, you know, literally our servers took it in stride and, you know, went for it. All of the things that for most people, they're not, they don't understand that that's coming for their business as it grows. It looks like, oh, well, you know, WordPress is less expensive. I'm going to start there. Or I'm going to choose a platform that, you know, is free and I'm going to start there. There's all of these things that if, you know, if you truly are going to be building your online business, and this for you is not playing business, but being in business, you're going to want something that's professional enterprise stage out of the gate that is going to support you. And that's where I think WordPress has done an amazing job and built a robust platform, but there's no doubt about it. If you're going to put WordPress through its paces, you're going to need to understand hosting. You're going to need to understand caching your content. You're going to need to understand all of the plugins you need to put in place that your website's going to show up, show up quickly and be able to take transactions. And for most people, by the time I got to the second part of that sentence, they're like, oh, I'm over the <laughs> out. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. And we're not going to bring up Gutenberg, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> but we'll leave that alone. One thing, and I've got a couple more questions coming in for you. What about from an SEO perspective, right? So if somebody said, look, I want to move the whole kit and caboodle over, how does SEO work? And I mean, do you have to do redirects? Are you going to lose search engine juice? What's that about? So SEO is extremely important. Um, I'm very fortunate that, uh, you know, one of the people that I view as the the best SEO mind on the planet, Neil Patel is a a very close friend of mine. He's actually done a a bunch of broadcasts with us here at Kajabi. He is constantly advising us on what is going on in the world of SEO and what needs to be in place for a blogging platform to be powerful for pages to be found. And it's something for us that we're continually working to improve that. Um, It's something that Google changes their requirements all the time. You know, we've seen it go from time on page and social shares to, you know, back in the day, it was keyword density, you know, on-page SEO and, you know, a whole bunch of different elements. But you'll find that Kajabi's blog is very much built like every other aspect of Kajabi, which is how can we make this as simple as possible without removing any of the effectiveness or impact on your business. So as far as transitioning your blog or your site, there's a plethora of articles online that I would highly recommend you read because there's no doubt about it. The blog transition is a complex one. You know, do you use your 301s or 302 redirects? You know, how do you move everything over to a different platform? So probably a little bit too technical to dive into all of it here, but transitions are certainly possible. We've had a lot of people that have made them. And we also have a lot of people that have said, you know what, that blog thing over there, it's working just fine. I'm not paying a whole bunch to have it over there. What I really want to do is move my marketing, my automation, my mm-hmm. sales processes and product delivery into a robust user interface. And, you know, I'm going to leave the blog where the blog is. So it really comes down to personal preference. We've had people do both. And it just depends on, uh, you know, if the idea of the redirecting and all of that fun excites you, it's certainly possible. Depends on your preference. Yeah. And I don't want to get into the technical stuff either. It is doable though. Bottom line is it is doable and, you know, long-term you just have to decide. And again, it depends on how how much content you have on your site. A lot of people aren't prolific bloggers. So, you know, it's not as difficult to do. 
Yeah, and again, you'll, you'll find that my answers to all of these questions are always going to come from the same perspective, which is I want to solve for your success. That, you know, if you ask me a question that I think is a stupid question that's standing in the way of you succeeding, I'm probably going to tell you that's not a really great question and here's why. Um, because again, we come from a place where we believe that technical complexity and overwhelm is the greatest killer of success in this industry bar none. It's far worse than bad tools. It's far worse than bad copy. It's far worse than bad offers that you being stuck in not getting something live will create far more failure than any of the other mistakes that you can make in this process. So that's really where, you know, from a foundational perspective, where we're going to be answering our questions from. I freaking love that. I actually had a friend who had come to me and she had found me on the email. And, and, and so, and I had this lead magnet about basics and stuff. Long story short, I worked with her to get on WordPress. She's on Wix. She was like, she's <laughs> because, you know, it's like you forget. I mean, what might be intuitive to you or innate to you to use something because you've kind of grown up with it doesn't mean today. And I really feel that the, the online space, we're going through this massive shift, right? Where you've got page builders, you've got all these tools that make it easier for people to do the things that were huge tech blocks. And that's what Kajabi is about. Um, it really, it really is something also that like you will find in this industry, individuals that are extremely technically focused, you know, the type of individuals that have the most robust analytics setup, split testing, craziness, all kinds of stuff going on. And then you'll find people that didn't even know they needed to do that, wanted to do that, or that that was part of the business. And you'll find that people literally will achieve tremendous success. It's like, Oh, I, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. What, what's this whole upsell idea? Like I made an offer, people bought a lot of it. So even when you look at, if you took someone who's extremely technically competent in every area of online marketing, and you show me someone who is extremely competent in their messaging, the impact and the transformational value, transformational value wins every time. That there is no amount of technical knowledge or tools that is going to save an ineffective offer or an ineffective presentation of it. it just doesn't happen. I'm totally going to quote that and make memes of you, James. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll take it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it, it is. And it's sort of that ignorance is bliss. It's like, oh, okay, I need to create something that solves a problem. I've got the messaging down. And, and I always joke around with people that it's like, that's the work nobody wants to spend the time doing because it's so behind the scenes of what is the problem I'm solving and that sort of copy element of how does this you know, talk to my audience, that type of piece. Um, but I want to get a couple questions to you. Jody's asking again, she's not... She said, still curious how Kajabi integrates with ActiveCampaign because we use ActiveCampaign for other unrelated things. Sure. So bottom line, Jody, it can integrate in whatever fashion you want. So I, I know that's not going to be an answer you like, but it is the true answer. If you want ActiveCampaign to be feeding information back and forth to Kajabi and having them live in Kajabi post-purchase, you can do that. If you want the information to live in both ActiveCampaign and Kajabi, so you actually have the ability to communicate from both places with them, you can do that. Um, with Zapier and ActiveCampaign and Kajabi, you can literally have the information flowing back and forth in whatever permutation you want. Really, your flexibility is limitless. It just depends on what's going to be best set up for your business. Uh, you know, if you think about it in terms of what role will Kajabi play, is Kajabi solely your membership experience? So post-purchase, someone comes into Kajabi, and that's really where their Kajabi journey begins. So all of the email, the marketing email, sales email, everything else takes place in active campaign, but then all of a sudden they come into the Kajabi ecosystem, their membership journey begins, and then all of their course progress emails or reminders or automations that you have set up based on if they saw a lesson, didn't complete it, did complete it, that can all take place through Kajabi or even 
if you really wanted to, you could even have those emails come through Active Campaign if it was desired. Were it me and I had Active Campaign and I wanted to make my life simple, I would say use Active Campaign the way you're using it now. So attract, retain prospects on an email list. You're going to point them to Kajabi sales pages, Kajabi opt-in and promotion offers. The people that purchase are going to go into the Kajabi ecosystem and you can use Kajabi's email to then interact and interface with those members as members of your program rather than trying to then feed that information back out to active campaign because now you've got, you know, multiple things. My goal is simplicity. So if you're using active campaign for acquisition and conversion and you're using Kajabi for membership product delivery and ongoing community experience, that's the way I'd break it down. You got perfect answer and excellent. So yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Cause I mean, we're kind of live without a net. Like if I totally make an ass out of my, well, I don't know if I can say ass. If I totally make an idiot out you of did. myself, then, you know, I don't know. Yeah. We can't even edit that out. I'm sorry. That's all right. I swear. I don't drop the F bomb online, but you know, we're good. Um, so c- questions are coming in. This is great. So Devinder was asking, do you provide student data in downloadable format? And in which format can an owner download data when wanting to move to another platform? If somebody wanted to go Kajabi to WordPress, I guess. Sure. So uh, what type of data would you want to export in in moving to another platform? Now, as far as student progress, you're going to actually be able to log in, see their progress at the lesson level, course level. You're going to be able to see view times on videos. You're going to have robust analytics around how your students are consuming your content. And you're able to even build action sets, uh, automations off of your students' involvement. So if they hit a lesson and don't complete it, you can send them a reminder and say, hey, dude, you know, complete your lesson. So there's a lot of automation based on student behavior that's already baked into the platform as well. Okay. I would love to see some more automation training. I'm just going to put a wish list out there since I have you here. Yeah. There's um, no, there's no doubt about it there. Uh, as you release stuff like this, all of a sudden you see all of the ways people are using it and then you share how others are using it. And it's like, man, I want to do that. So yeah. no doubt about it. Training is always something that we are constantly working on. We actually have, I believe an automations course currently in Kajabi university that's accessible, but certainly something that we can always expand. Take Ron's all look inside what I've already given you before you ask <laughs> Well, yeah, hey, by all means, it's one of those things that we, uh, you know, we have the unique joy of trying to figure out how to be everywhere our users are and help them no matter where they are in the process. It's one of the reasons why we launched, you know, 24-7 chat support, which is something that was a huge undertaking. Most people don't understand, like, yes, there really are real people live 24 hours a day, seven days a week in the app to help you. And it's something for us that, you know, seeing the chat volume, seeing people coming into the Facebook group, oh my gosh, live chat saved my life. So um, the training aspect of our business is one that is uh, insatiable. When you think of just the incredible complexity that can exist in the marketing world, all of the different business types that are on Kajabi and working to continue to train people on all of the possibilities, it's a huge, huge challenge, one that we are constantly taking up the mantle and excited to do. And no doubt about it, I think there will always be another training that we need. Well, and for what it's worth, I mean, those, they're fairly new. And one thing I'm super impressed with too is the Facebook, the community that I just, it's a, it's a really happy place to be. There's no complaining. There's, there's no negativity, but super, super supportive uh, community members. So I will say that um, we've got some more questions. If you're good, I'm going to keep hitting back and forth. This one I'm super curious about too, um, because I'm actually launching a, a physical content planner with Jody and Matt was asking, can I use Kajabi to set up a store for things like t-shirts or do we have to stick to only course and digital goods? I'd love to sell physical products. 
through Kajabi? So great question. And this is one of those areas where it's really about figuring out where we play. So there, if you think about it in terms of what will we build, because it is best if we build it as a best of breed solution for that category. And then also where we partner or provide capabilities that will allow you to do things that maybe are not immediately in our wheelhouse. It doesn't mean that we won't someday build it, but as far as today goes, you can certainly do physical products on Kajabi. You know, Brendan Burchard has done all of his bestseller campaigns on Kajabi. You can certainly offer books. You can offer quantities, you know, essentially if you want to offer like a 10 book bundle, but as it relates to more complex e-commerce, so t-shirts is certainly one where you're going to have multiple sizes, multiple colors. You're probably going to be batching them and sending them to a fulfillment house. There's a lot of, a lot of unique technical aspects to those type of processes. One of the things that we've actually been experimenting with recently with some of our uh, power users is utilizing elements of Shopify specifically for that back-end portion where it comes to complex physical goods, but utilizing all of the marketing front ends, page designs, pipeline capabilities in Kajabi. And we've actually found a pretty cool way to do it. And it literally, I mean, the, the Shopify uh, back-end is, is nominal. Like I'm talking like, you know, a, a, a fancy latte is probably more expensive than it costs <laughs> to have Shopify do this the way that we have done it. So it's something that I can't let the cat out of the bag yet, but I can tell you mm. in the coming months, you're going to see some very, very cool ways that you will be able to use the simplicity, power, and impact of Kajabi's marketing capabilities and marketing automation while also being able to deliver an amazing physical product experience with all of the complexity and options that you would want to offer in that and be able to do it effortlessly. Um, it's something that we actually, uh, we have a, a relatively newcomer to our platform, huge name that you're going to be hearing from uh, soon. So I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag, but um, literally sold out a, uh, an event, 3,000 tickets in 27 minutes. Um, they did all of that on Kajabi and then they were talking about wanting to come out with some physical products in addition to that. And this was the first time that we basically took this and it also happened to be, let's just call it a, a planner journal book type product. And we tried out this new super cool way of doing it that we've never done before. And it worked unbelievably well, like to the tune of tens of thousands of this were moved in under two hours and the system took it in stride. It was amazing. So more to come on that. So the answer is, Yes, you can do it in elements of it right now. And in the very near future, you're going to be able to do all of it in really, really cool ways. Okay, so that's easy enough. And there's also- yeah, there's, there's, my, there's my Thanksgiving cliffhanger. So, I mean, that, that's the big- I know, I'm all- Hopefully that'll come out as a Founders Friday first. Anyways. But, oh, yeah, um, everything does. Everything does. Okay. Our founders literally, I mean, it's one of those things that, man, I mean, we- we have done so much and had so much fun coming up with ways to have our founders literally feel like it is the greatest investment we have ever made in our business. And we really, we really try to make that as special. I mean, today, if you were to get a founder's account today, which you can't actually get a founder's account, you would have to go to our enterprise level, which is over $900 a month to have. And that doesn't even include the early access to features, all, I mean, there's, there's so many benefits above and beyond even just the pricing of it. So, I mean, the, the founder's deal was the deal of a lifetime for all of you founders that are watching this, including you. Thank you. 
And we will continue to invent new, cool, really bitchin' ways to tell you how much you matter to us every single November when we celebrate your anniversary. It is really fun, you guys. We've gotten some goodies. And I'm going to, Devinder was asking too, and I think I can answer this. So please correct me, Jake Ron, if Kajabi does so much, he said it's only missing the ability to do live webinars. That's not true. We now can do Zoom live webinars and you can do live with YouTube. That was released months ago, but there's a Zoom pipeline. Kim was just not quick enough to get that for today. (laughs) You nailed it. Couldn't have said it better myself. Okay, awesome. Um, So, Bertrand was asking, this is kind of fun, and I want to shift a little bit more. This is about you. Um, he said, how do you, um, how do you make time for family and business and staying mentally sharp? <laughs> well, so, I mean, fortunately, I can answer this however I want because my wife's not watching to correct me. <laughs> but um, you know, the reality of it is, and I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy to just be, be straight with you. Um, my favorite quote that really for me has always spoke to me is a quote called The Master in the Art of Living by L.P. Jacks. And I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit, but it basically says, the master in the art of living makes no sharp distinction between his labor and his leisure, uh, his mind and his body, you know, uh, his uh, love and his you know, uh, relationships. It goes on you know, for four or five other derivations of it. And the, you know, the concluding thought is he just pursues his vision of excellence and, you know, as far as whether he's working or playing, he lets everybody else figure it out because to him, he's always doing both. So for me, I've never really strived to find work-life balance because um, I don't believe it exists. I don't I believe that if you are truly committed and love what you do, you're never going to be balanced. You know, you're never going to find yourself wishing that you could avoid work. You know, I've never had the, oh my gosh, it's Monday. I'm like, yeah, Monday. Like I can finally call people and not feel bad because, you know, they're like, oh, it's, you know, don't call me on Sunday. That's, you know, a weekend. I'm like, all right, great. You're not as excited about what you're doing as I am about what I'm doing because I would call you on a Sunday and talk about it. So for me, I, um, one of the books I've enjoyed is a book by Tim Grover called Relentless. And Tim Grover used to own Attack Athletics. Uh, he was the coach behind Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, uh, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, some of the world-class performers in the NBA. And the book really goes through kind of giving you permission to not seek balance. It's sort of like if you look at any major performer, there's an element of obsession. There's an element of desire because if you don't have that, the likelihood of you achieving above average kind of doesn't always happen. You know, you might get lucky. You might be the person that achieves it, you know, differently. But for me, at least in my life, my speed has always been I seek engagement. I seek, you know, something that truly captures my attention that I want to spend my waking hours, that I want to spend my off hours getting better at what I do during my waking hours. You know, it's really something for me that um, I don't have a lot of balance because I guess I, I don't really seek it. Uh, and my, my wife would certainly attest to it that I'm not a very balanced individual. As far as how I stay sharp, I love Audible. I am an absolute Audible fiend. Me too. Um, I probably. Yeah, I mean, I, try, I probably try to blow through at least two to three books a month. And then even in addition to my Audible addiction, um, I love a little app called Blinkist, which basically gives me a book summarized in like five minutes. And so it's like I can read the summary and then I'm like, oh, you know, this book really does sound good. Or, oh, wow, I'm really glad I didn't commit to reading that because my OCD yeah. also, I hate not finishing books. Like everyone's like, if you don't like the book, just don't finish it. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like I have to finish it because I don't know what's going to happen if I don't. Yeah, no, it's like literally the structural integrity of my life is dependent on me finishing the stupid book that I don't want to read. But um, so I love Audible, love Blinkist. 
Um, and really it's, it's one of those things as well that, um, I just love learning. You know, I, I would really always opt for a, a podcast. I would always opt for a, a great book, a great audible book. Um, but again, that all sort of stems from that. I'm obsessed with what I do. I'm obsessed with our entrepreneurs being successful. I'm obsessed with having Kajabi really retain its leadership in this industry. As we look at the inflection point of what edutainment and influencers and online learning and media, and I mean, all of the things that right now truly are converging on this industry. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll find balance some other time, but it's definitely not happening now. I don't know anybody that does. And my goal, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm like, my goal is just to stay present. Look, if and, and I tend to look at the weekends. If I don't have plans, I'm like, what can I get done? Like, oh, I'm going to do a contest. Or I mean, it just, I get into it because I love what I do. I am right there with, I don't know that, that it exists for yeah, entrepreneurs. And, and, that's, and, and going back to your question as well, like, um, you know, don't, don't think that because I don't have balance, it doesn't mean you can't find it. I would just say that in my experience, the people that I know, that I look up to, that I seek advice and counsel from, they're not seeking balance. They're just seeking effectiveness. And so for me, by not having balance, it by no means should give you permission to neglect those around you or those relationships, because if you neglect them, you won't have them. Um, I'm fortunate. I've got amazing friends, amazing family, you know, rich relationships. It's, it's something that's just more, I'm not going to not work because it's a Saturday because I feel like I'm not supposed to work on a Saturday. But uh, if it's Tuesday and I want to, you know, leave work early and go grab dinner with my wife. I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to plug in at eight or nine o'clock when I get home because I wanted to do that. So it's less about that term balance, which normally is very uh, rigid in that, you know, no, I'm either on or I'm off. I'm either working or I'm not. For me, it's much more of an integrated approach to life where it's just, you know, be excited, be your absolute best and just be that all the time. And whatever you're doing, do that. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely, I, I don't ever stop. My brain doesn't stop with the work either. <clears throat> I tend to go and then I'm like, I need to crash. I think I need to binge or go to a movie or something. Then it's like, okay, I feel renewed. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and by the way, I know everything I just said probably makes me sound like a complete obsessive workaholic, which I probably am, but don't think for a New York minute that there aren't Saturdays that I'm above just blowing through like three seasons of Mad Men in a sitting. And you know, <laughs> I haven't left. There's DoorDash boxes everywhere. Like, I mean, <laughs> so th there's, there's absolutely that side of me. So that is not absent. It's just more one of those things that I'm not trying to schedule my day where it's like, okay, this is work time. This is off time. It's just sort of like, you know, just go yeah. for it. Yeah, Matt was saying, never stop, never stopping. Um, <clears throat> Devinder, this is a great question, Devinder, too, which I never thought about. But what does Kajabi mean? Where did the name even come from? I hadn't thought about that one. So, uh, let, let's talk about it. There is the serendipity that takes place um, when you're an entrepreneur. And, you know, oftentimes you will sometimes take a jump and you might be building the plane on your way down. And the term Kajabi is actually no different. So originally, Kajabi was the name because we had the dot-com, you know, the company had the dot-com and it was like, oh, cool, that'll be great. And it actually originally came from a church game called Kajabi Can Can, which we actually played at a company picnic. I wouldn't recommend it because it's very dangerous. You basically have these sections of rope with like knots in them and you go around almost like in a circle and you're holding them, spinning around in a circle, holding onto these ropes. And your goal is to pull one person into this plastic trash can in the middle. And if someone touches the trash can, they're out. Or if you let go of the rope, you're out. And so it's really a game that like as kids, when you're, you know, when you recover well from injuries and you don't work with your hands, it's a great, really fun game. When you take a whole bunch of employees, many of them are very competitive who all happen to work on keyboards all day, 
probably not best to spin around in a wet parking lot holding sections of rope. But that's where the name originally came into a domain name. What's been interesting is as we've explored the name and really wanted to find out the etymology and where the word came from, it's actually an aboriginal word and it means to take flight. So it's a word that tribes would use when birds would fly by or, you know, it meant to take flight, which again, we didn't know that at the outset, but boy, was it convenient when we found it out. It's really <laughs> what prompted a, a lot of the early stage, you know, visioning around Kajabi of just, you know, giving entrepreneurs the ability to take flight. The first training ever produced was the Flight Academy uh, at Kajabi. So it's been something that, you know, that idea of taking flight um, is really baked into that word and that's the meaning of it. But again, um, you know, we, if we told you that we knew that at the outset and, and planned it all very purposely because of that, no, not so much. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, I want to hit two pieces um, with some of the uh, uh, new releases and stuff that you guys have rolled out. Uh, one being community is coming. So I'd love for you to talk about the community. And then um, also someone had a question about gamification and where is Kajabi in that now? So I'm going to let you just run with that. <laughs> Rock on. Well, let's start with community. So one of the things that uh, for us that we always love about this industry and uh, love, you know, used quite sarcastically is the ability and the habit of this industry to watch things go in and out of vogue just because of no reason other than popularity and who's talking about it. So, you know, I made the joke earlier on when we were talking about, you know, email is dead, long live email, because it's like, you've got all these marketers that will come out, oh my gosh, email's dead. And it's like, but you told me email was dead via email. Like that's not really, no, I'm not buying it. You know, like, really quick. So. I did a live stream a few weeks ago or a month ago and it was like, nothing is dead and everything works. Just get good at it and stick with, and get it working. <laughs> no, totally. It's like what you, yeah. you know, it's one of those things like I'm a terrible golfer and I also have great golf clubs. Now I guarantee you if I play Tiger Woods and I gave him like a five-year-old set of golf clubs, he's going to beat me. It does, the tool is far less important than the operator. And so it's one of those things that I think people oftentimes are looking to just transition their, you know, faith in something to a tool so that it doesn't come down to my messaging, my impact, all of the, the really important stuff. But mm-hmm. so community is one where when we first got into this industry, everybody, oh, my user portal, my forum, you know, all of these areas where people would congregate. And that was really popular. So pendulum all the way over there, user forums. And then it was like, well, Facebook groups, pendulum swings all the way the other direction. Everyone's like, no way. Why would I want a forum? Why would I put anybody anywhere but a Facebook group? It's free and it's cool. And everyone's already on there and they like cat pictures. And so uh, this pendulum swings back and forth. And all of a sudden you're now seeing the pendulum swing back the other way that as you're looking at all of the data issues that Facebook is having, you're looking at the fact that now when Facebook originally created groups, it was like, cool, I've got this free, robust, amazing tool But today, the smart marketers are like, well, now all I'm doing is uploading my best, most active purchasers and submitting them to ads for my competitors because now your competitors can just target everyone in your group. It's really easy. So you have this desire for people to have a community that is not just on Facebook, easily discoverable, easily advertised to, all of those things. But also, you still have that burden of how do you create community in a way that is more impactful than the free place that they already are. And so for us, community is really beginning to reimagine what community is and the way that we're positioning this and are really excited about is really beginning to think of community as a product rather than an afterthought. That for most people, community is this afterthought of, oh, I launched this thing, people bought it, they probably want to talk to people that bought it, 
I'll just start a Facebook group. And then before you know it, you wake up hating life because someone at three in the morning is spamming your group or being a total jerk or badmouthing your product. And before you know it, you're literally now held hostage by the, you know, the group that you were so excited to just have as an add-on. And all of a sudden now you feel like you have to check it 24-7. Your life is ruled by this Facebook group. So for us, community as a product is far more meant to provide interactivity and productivity but all based from the transformational purpose of the product that you're offering. So imagine community from the standpoint of you're going to build community as a product, which means it's going to have the impact. It's going to have the forethought. It's going to have the, uh, you know, I guess I would call it interaction with the instructor, interaction with the members, but that interaction is going to be contextualized. It's going to be something that is relevant to the aspects of your product, the lessons, everything that you need to have community be something that is not, well, I could just get this on Facebook. So it's going to be a very different approach to it and really something that uh, we're very, very excited about. So imagine community from the perspective of, I'm going to offer this as a bonus to my product and it's going to have a lot of value. Or you may even be able to offer community as a product unto itself so that you're now facilitating sort of think masterminds, you know, facilitated digitally. All of the things that you now have the ability to do when you have community available on a subscription basis, on a bonus basis, on all of the ways that this is going to develop and change the way that your users experience your product and the transformation you offer, as well as experience their relationships with others going through that journey. So it's really, in our mind, trying to take the best elements of what we've learned in building a Facebook group that's probably now close to 15,000 people, seeing what really drives results, what really drives impact, but also trying to get rid of all of the things that, quite frankly, it makes Facebook addictive, but it makes Facebook a terrible, terrible place for truly impactful learning. You know, you're, you're sitting there and you are in a distraction factory. Like, you know, literally every moment you are there, there's something more interesting you could be clicking on. So, I mean, gosh, should I, should I really dig in on how I can change my mindset to achieve my goals or, oh, that cat photo is hilarious. I'm out. So figuring out again, how, how do we provide that impact and how do we provide it in a productized format so our users can benefit from it financially? And we're really excited about community. It should be going into beta. I'm thinking just after the new year, um, maybe even sooner peaks for some founders and things like that. So a lot of fun to come with community. And then on gamification, that's actually something that we are currently exploring. Um, it's in our product department. They're looking for ways that we feel that we can incorporate gamification in a way that is exciting, engaging, motivating, and not annoying. Um, I think one of the things that, you know, most people really overcorrect in terms of, of fads, and I'm not calling gamification a fad, so don't start flaming me in the comments. <laughs> but what I am saying is, for us, we are constantly weighing where is the impact? Where, where do you get the 80% of the results for the 20% of the effort in your business? And I don't know that necessarily giving someone the cognitive burden of coming up with all sorts of gamification is the first place that that entrepreneur should be starting. So it might be something where incorporating elements of gamification is a great opportunity to reduce refunds, prompt engagement, and improve you know, the impact for your users. And it's something that we are exploring, but I don't think that the right thing is just a one-size-fits-all, you know, hey, here's badges. Just give badges to everybody and that's going to be exciting. Because really, the only reason badges mean something is because you're in a community that those badges are representative of an accomplishment. So we want to make sure it's done in a way that it really accomplishes the goal, not just simply giving us a byline of, yeah, we have gamification. 
Yeah. You know what? I, I'm so glad you said that. It's funny because I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not against it by any means, but when I want to learn something, you know, like I don't want to have to quiz into the next module necessarily, especially when the quizzes were, are, are asking me random questions that really aren't even relevant to the learning necessarily. It's like, oh, what did we say at minute 230 about, you know, where we're traveling next? And it's like, I don't care. I want to yeah. get... And you know, I mean, so. that, Kim, that's such a good point because it's like, if you think about your goal as, as someone who is teaching and, and providing transformation to others, your goal is impact. Your goal is not simply views, eyeballs, you know, shallow engagement. And where I think a lot of platforms, especially these, you know, I was reading an article a couple of days ago about, you know, screen time and how our phones work. And he actually called them social media slot machines. Um, nobody does gamification more than social media slot machines. Nobody does gamification more than video games. But what you'll find is so much of gamification is really in areas that are more entertainment than they are educational. They're in areas where it's, I make money because you're just here. And in some ways you're addicted to that next dopamine hit of the cool new map or sword or gun or uniform or whatever you get in the video game. So to automatically assume that that element of gamification is going to increase transformation. I think that's a bit of a leap, but I do think that recognition is something that's very, very important. And I, and and for me, and this is solely my opinion, I, I have no idea if anybody else shares it. I'm excited to incorporate more elements of recognition into the Kajabi platform because I think recognition is exciting. Our hero program is a great example of it. We love recognizing our users, but you'll notice that we haven't really turned the hero program into, you know, you've got 47 badges to put on your LinkedIn profile and your Facebook profile because let's be honest, nobody's going to know why you have it or really care. You know, and so it's one of those things we want to provide that impact. We want to send you a t-shirt in the mail that you can take a photo of and be excited about, but I don't think you're going to be as excited about, you know, Hey, put this badge on, you know, your business card or whatever. Probably not. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I know we're winding down here. Um, You guys, what I'll do is I'll take the other questions and I can maybe send them to your assistant. I I don't want want to be respectful of your time. Yeah. Or actually, Um, if you want, just tag me in the thread. I'm happy to just pop on Facebook and answer myself. No problem. Okay, I will do that. I would love, last thing is for you to touch on, you guys have not done a Black Friday, Cyber Monday deal ever, right? Am I, am I correct never on in the that? History, never in the history of the company. This is actually the first. And it is one that we have put a tremendous amount of thought into. It's actually going to have um, what I would say is our magnum opus of bonuses. Uh, it's called the Titan of Marketing, and I'm beyond excited about it. But it is something that uh, is going to be going live if it hasn't already gone live today. And um, yeah, first in the history of the company. And it's actually probably the closest anybody could come to what being a founder was back in the day. And now it, by, by closest, I don't mean you know, you're, you're that close. Because quite frankly, the founder's deal is, is insane and, and will, <laughs> never, ever, will never, ever, ever be offered again in any format. But this gets you as close as you can to a very unique opportunity to lock in something at Kajabi that we don't do often. And one of the things for us that we really love doing, and I just will share it with all of you on here, we love being able to give people opportunities to take action and benefit from it over the long term because they chose to take action and continue to take action. It's one of the reasons why our founders program, as insanely valuable as it is, was offered, never offered again, but also has always been grandfathered. And believe it or not, we have founders that have been so unbelievably successful it actually costs us more money to have their account on Kajabi than they are paying us in subscription fees. That, but, you know, we have some people wow. that 
the video bandwidth alone is unfathomably large because they've got tens of thousands of members digging into videos every day. So literally, we have accounts that probably cost us 10 times to fulfill that account as it does for them paying us their you know, subscription fee. So it's something for us that we have always grandfathered everybody in. No matter what changes we make to our pricing in the future, whatever price you lock in, that's yours as long as you want to have it. And it's something for us that we, uh, we just went through. Um, and I won't say the vendor's name, even though if you're watching, you know who you are. They came back to us and it's like, hey, uh, we know that we signed an agreement and you know, we know that you were budgeting, but um, we're just going to need more money. And it's like, well, that's, that's not cool. Like We kind of have an agreement. And they're like, yeah, but we're going to need more money. And so for us, it was really one of those things. It was like, man, we, we are never going to do that. Like we are never going to be the company that goes back and says, yeah, we know we gave you that really great deal, but now uh, we're just going to jack up the price. Like I, we just went through another one of our enterprise platforms who will remain nameless that we went through the renewal process and it was like, all right, great. You know, here's your uh, renewal and it's three times the cost. I'm like, wait a second. So you're going to get me to sign up, get me to be pretty committed to the platform. And then you're going to just jack up the price. Like probably not yeah. cool. So if, if, you're ever, if you've ever considered hopping onto Kajabi and making it happen, there's no doubt about it. This is a very spectacular time to take that leap, make it happen. Unbelievable bonuses that will really appeal to and empower all of your entrepreneurial ambitions. You've got the tool, which is Kajabi and the technology, and you're also going to have the training. So we're really excited to be able to provide something that truly gives you everything you need at an unheard of price. And of course, even as ridiculous as the price is, you still have 30 days. You know, if it's not for you, no problem, full refund. So even if you're considering it, you're in the maybe pile, now's the time to do it. Explore it, knowing you're protected by the refund policy because these bonuses and promotions, we just, we don't do them. Yeah, I can tell you, it's funny. I'm sitting here thinking, God, ConvertKit and Wistia would cost me more than you guys are doing for the Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I mean, just those two alone, forget even the platform <laughs> or, or anything else. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and it's something too that, I mean, you look at, you look at what else is out there. I mean, even just the hosting for WP Engine, if you've got a WordPress site, mm-hmm. you're going to be close to paying what you'd be paying us for everything. So it's yeah. really something that we, we continue to want to lead the market in technology, innovation, continuing to invest more and more in our development and product teams to be able to give you more tools but also continue to deliver those tools at a price point that blows everything else out of the water. Because when Kajabi was started, um, you know, we, we didn't have VC funding. We didn't have any type of backing. It was bringing something better to market, but bringing it to market better with an eye for value. And that's really the place that we've always come from is that we want to make sure that if you look at what we offer and you stack it up anywhere, you're better building your home on Kajabi. Okay. And I lied. One more quick question. You guys are hosting a live event in April, right? Yes, we are. And uh, there's going to be more details on that to come. It is, and I got to tell you, the speaker lineup is spectacular. It is the first live event that we have ever done for the Kajabi community. And we are beyond excited to have everybody come to Southern California, spend some time with us, spend some time with other Kajabi heroes, spend some time with some unbelievable industry icons. It's going to be amazing. And let me tell you, in April, Southern California is the place to be. So I will be there. I'll be driving down. I'm in the Bay Area, so. (laughs) Rock on. Well, that uh, is happening. (laughs) Drinks on me. This will be some fun. Okay, excellent. Jake Ron, thank you so much. And thank you for the, it's live, it's not live. I appreciate that. Um, You're just super fun. And I am thrilled to be a part of this community. And uh, 
I think it's time to move the email. You've totally convinced me. <laughs> well, tremendously so. appreciated. Thank you so much for loving our platform. Thank you for being a founder. Thank you for being willing to share what we do with your audience. And uh, for everybody watching, I will tell you, you're very, very fortunate. You're in great hands. Um, it, Kim is someone you're going to want to stay plugged into and continue to enjoy having her guide you on this journey. You know, there are so many people in this space that are, are not nearly as inspired, capable, and impactful. So you're in the right place with the right mentor, and you just need to take action on it. So if your first thought after getting off this live is, oh, I'm going to go find another live, or I'm going to go open up another email, you've already got the playbook, you've already got the mentor. If you don't have the technology yet, hopefully we can help. But bottom line, just get out there, make it happen. The industry's only getting bigger and only getting better, and it just needs you. You are fabulous. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take that little snippet. You warm my heart. So, well, have a wonderful Thanksgiving and you guys are awesome. Thank you again, Jaycron. I will be sharing this. It'll be up on the podcast. I'll let your assistant know. You guys, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. Blast, everybody. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving if you're celebrating. Thanks, guys. How fun is that guy, right? Like, he's one of those people that you meet and you just instantly feel like, I want to hang out with you. I just love his energy and I love Kajabi. You guys know that. Um, so I've got some new things coming for the podcast in 2019. This has really just been a, a wobbly year, for lack of a better explanation with the show. But rest assured, we're getting back on track, publishing more frequently, kind of different episodes. I'm mixing it up next year. Anyways, I cannot say enough how much I love Kajabi. So go to kimdoyle.com forward slash Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I. Yes, that's an affiliate link. I use Kajabi. I love it. This is probably sacrilege, but I even considered moving my whole site there. I'm not going to. Anyways, that's how much I love it. I, it just, it amazes me. So I love you guys tons. As always, thanks for listening. If you've not left a review in iTunes, come on. I know it's been wobbly, but l- let's do this. Um, that's it, guys. Have a fantastic rest of your day, evening, morning, whenever you listen to this. And we'll catch you next time. 